0: You're listening to a Broadmoor Podcast production. On Sunday, we began a summer series that will take us through nine different Psalms. Pastor Josh began appropriately with Psalm 1. In this Psalm, we see the idea of two potential paths a person will follow one leads to life and blessing, the other to death and destruction. Today, our conversation centers around the importance of delighting in and meditating on God's Word so that we can follow the path that leads to life and joy. I think you'll find today's discussion to be both informative and practical. We're glad you're here for it. This is After the Message.
1: Is that our start? (laughs) No. Hey,
0: everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you, and uh, glad that
1: you're here. That was the worst opening. (laughs) I mean,
0: you landed it, but... There was nothing
1: wrong with my opening. The pre-opening was was a a disaster. False start.
2: Chase distracted us. Well,
1: as long as as
0: Chase doesn't include the false start in the... uh, in the uh, the listener
1: the had no idea how that could be messed fun. up that was.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Until you brought Until it Until I brought it up.
3: That's right. <laughs> it's your fault. It could be fun and not as professional if we include the false cards. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. So everybody have a good weekend?
2: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That
3: was good.
0: Really good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. After wow week? Great well, week. Well, yeah, everybody should have had a restful week or they should yeah. have at least slept well on Saturday night or...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, yeah, so Wow week it was a big, big deal, Amy. It's good to we have Amy Elizabeth Cockroft in the uh uh studio today, and
2: uh it was awesome. you know,
0: I know you're not the only player in Wow Week, right. but you carry a big part of it,
2: sure, we have a good team um it doesn't happen with just one person, but it was a great week. um I heard lots of positive feedback, which is always. A plus. Mm-hmm. Um, one person described it. I think it might have been Dara actually, Mark, as it felt thin. And when she said it, I was like, "Wow, what? What? What does that mean?" Tell me more. <laughs> and she was like, "I just felt like the Holy Spirit was just here and mm-hmm. everywhere and just all over the place." And I was like, "That that's good. Well, like that's what cool. we want um, mm. this to be." And so it was really sweet, but definitely doesn't happen just with with me or the Next Gen team. It's a whole staff. Um, our ops team. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> they're awesome. I mean, we can't yep. do it without them, our staff team, our deacons. Um, and then, you know, we have grace ministry at night for our adults. So our grace team did amazing. There's about 125 um, adults with special needs on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday night wow. participating. So it was awesome. Mm. Wow. It was a good week. It
0: sounds like your voice is coming back, too. It is yeah. a little decadron, a yeah. lot of Jesus. Yeah. It helps.
1: <laughs> uh, Everybody
2: kept saying, how do I pray for you? Yeah. And I was like. Just need my voice.
1: Yeah, Monday, I thought you were done. It was, yeah. It was worse Monday than it, it was. was the rest of the week.
2: My mother-in-law came in in the clutch Tuesday afternoon. She, um, in many ways, but Tuesday afternoon, she, I met her. They live in Kosciuszko. I met her halfway on the trace and gave her Reed our youngest, and she gave me a Decadron shot. <laughs> that's
4: a good trade. <laughs> so
2: then, about twenty four hours later, I was rolling. You were back. good to go. Yep. Yeah.
4: So yep. it makes a difference. People may not know what just happened. She just leaked next year's theme: Decadron and Jesus. <laughs> that's right. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's right. <laughs> that sounds like a Transformers. Yeah, thing. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, anyway, hey, welcome to the podcast today. Uh, so just so everyone knows who's in the room, we've got Neil Marsh. Uh Mark Evans, Preston Crow, and then of course I mentioned Amy Elizabeth and uh and as always we have Chase Hammock who is uh producing for us and so <laughs> and he gave us a thumbs up. That's great. <laughs> anyway, uh Mark, you preached yes, sir. on Sunday. Great job. Hey, really. Thank hey. you, Chase. Got a hand clap. Well done. Appreciate it. Great job. You uh so you took the second week of our Psalm series yeah. and preached from Psalm two. That's
1: Psalm chapter two. So yep. mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was great. I love the passage. Um, just great to study it. Great to think through it. Really um, challenging. Uh, personally applied to me in a lot of ways. Uh, the kingdom idea, even over the last several weeks and months, uh, it's been uh, on the forefront. And so my, it, just great timing. The Lord was good and allowed me to have a passage that, that really um, was, uh, he was doing
4: something in me already, yeah. Yeah. How familiar were you with Psalm 2 before the zero? zero? Zero. It felt like, like, we were talking before this, like, I was like, I don't remember that Psalm yeah. being. Where in did in that there? Psalm come from? Right. I don't know. Yeah.
1: It, it,
2: you were passionate about it, though. Like, I felt your. Oh, yeah. Like, you took good.
1: Well, thank you. My wife kind of made fun of my passion. and She's like. <laughs> You're kind of intense about all of it. said, you know. tone it down. <laughs> like you're, you're telling stories that really don't require that much intensity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was good uh, That's
1: my style. Man. i, also I was so thankful for you. Well, it was thank you. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate yep. it. Yeah. So,
0: so with with you know context, I mean, you talked about mm-hmm. uh, you talked about kind of where where we tend to find our refuge and mm-hmm. seek hope, and uh, you know find safety and mm-hmm. all that, and so. Which I know, you know, some of what you talked about, uh, because, you know, contextually, as you look at the verses, I mean, it's it's talking about nations that are raging. And That's so, right. so it's easy to go to the whole, you know, nationalistic yeah. uh-huh. uh, political realm as we, we consider this psalm. And you did that. I mean, right. you, you talked about that uh, in your message. But there are lots of other places that we, in other, quote unquote, kingdoms, kingdoms. that we yeah. create that, that, you know, we... Uh, we seek after and chase after.
1: And so, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, I want to hear from you guys too on this, but just to, I think it's it's important to start the podcast just redefining like you just did Refuge and mm-hmm. making sure we're all using that in the same way because that'll help us apply where, where we do it. But for me, Refuge is a place where we, we look to for safety or security mm-hmm. Um, assurance is another word that I use, um, something that, that, that helps us feel reassured that we anchor to mm-hmm. to feel comfort and peace um, in, in our life. In the midst of all the chaos, we will turn to these different things in our life, and that's where we'll anchor yeah. in. I was yeah. going to say, ref,
3: um, refuge implies that there's chaos around us. That's right. That's, that's that we don't right. Look that's for refuge unless In the middle of a storm, apart. you're exactly right, Preston. That's a good Yes, part. like that yeah.
2: storm that came up on
3: hey, Saturday. Yes. Everybody was seeking we refuge. We were looking refu- <laughs>
2: for refuge that day.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, indeed. So I'd love to hear from everybody in the room. Like, I mean, what are, as you think about that, I mean, outside of the whole political sphere and, mm-hmm. and you know nationalistic sort of way of interpreting this, mm-hmm. uh, what uh, what are some places that we tend to to seek refuge and and safety and assurance?
2: I think for me, um, as a mom, that is a children's minister. Mm -hmm. Um, I find myself if my kids are, if I feel like my kids are together and like controlled, like, okay, I'm doing this. Like I can be, I can find, safety in that like Mm -hmm. I can be the children's minister because my kids are okay yeah (laughs) but my kids are not okay like I mean they are they're fine but like they're sinful people and like I'm never gonna have it all together Mm -hmm. my kids are never gonna have it all together and if I I'm a I become a not so great mom when I feel the tension of um, when I feel myself looking to my kids to um be perfect yeah Mm. and so i find myself taking refuge not in my kids that my kids are going to keep me safe but that their actions and what they do and their accomplishments like if my kids do this wow i'm i'm doing it like Mm -hmm. i feel i feel confident in that and Mm -hmm. i i put i hang my hat on my kids Mm -hmm. versus hanging my hat on the hope that i haven't and Jesus, and that Jesus is carrying them.
1: Well, I think what you're getting into is I mean, we have a tendency maybe to build our own kingdoms. That's right. And
2: It turns into look what I'm doing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Versus look what the
2: Lord's right. doing in us.
1: Well, and you were talking about that. I, I've, I felt um, the same type uh, tendency or temptation for us as ministry leaders. Mm-hmm. We can create a kingdom within our ministry. Mm-hmm that validates us that mm-hmm. provides safety for us when everything else is falling apart or well, at least I got my ministry and my people who follow me and we set ourselves up to be something yeah. uh, mm-hmm. probably more powerful than we will admit that we think. About and, I, ourselves. and I
0: think you're hitting on something there too. Not just, uh, you know, I mean, I know you're speaking specifically to ministry, mm-hmm. but I, I'm thinking, you know, I think Amy, you're, you're, what you shared there I think is is great insights for for probably a lot of moms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but mark what you're hitting on I think is is really probably a common kingdom for men that's right it's you know to find refuge or, or identity in mm-hmm. their Career. vocation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, their financial security the right. way that they provide for their families and and you know and so I think that's a you know we can we can tend to set that up yeah. as a kingdom Absolutely. and something that we yeah. you know
3: and, and I think um, just a a plan. Like, um, you know, when a storm comes, if you know, you have a plan for how to get through it, then sometimes that is as much your refuge <laughs> as the room that you're housed in. Right? right. So I think sometimes our refuge is if we think we have a good enough plan in our head to get us through,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: which really becomes about our own thinking, right? We, yeah. we are our own King and that we have come up with the design we've come up with, a, you know, here's how it's going to flow. And we have contingencies for whatever's going to happen along the way, whether yeah. that is the financial or the, you know, the
1: business. We side mentioned or, control in the, mm-hmm. the pre talk, but that's what that is. Mm-hmm. I can build a, a plan, a system, a process in place where I've, yeah. I'm in control and I got it all figured out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Which that, almost yeah. is like even if God, you don't show up, I still got this right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right.
4: That's right. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's a, it's a new version of the, the same story that was in Genesis 3. Mm-hmm. Which is the original design was to have dominion Yeah Right And then what do we do We distort that dominion in Mm -hmm. some way That then is about us Rather than getting glory to the Father Mm -hmm. Yeah And for me it's clearly about um, If I think through every possible scenario To your Mm -hmm. point Preston Mm -hmm. And have a plan Have a And I can work hard enough That everybody's gonna be okay I can protect everything And then I get to be the king of that kingdom At the end Mm -hmm. of the day Because then I get to be the one that had the plan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get to be you know and we're safe, and we're yep. right, um, yeah. And so I can pretty that up and call it other things that sound righteous. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in an unhealthy spot, my kingdom is about me yeah. providing and protecting for other people. Yeah. So on a, on a practical level, like how do we
0: how do we identify uh, kingdoms in our lives? So, it, it, so I, I mean, I'm thinking as I say that I'm thinking about a book I read uh, years ago, the uh, Little Engine That Could. That one? well, it's, it's a good, good come come forward a few years oh, okay. from there <laughs> and, uh, and so uh no, but uh it was a book by Louis Giglio, and it was really a book on worship, but you know we're really talking about the same things I mean, right. you know yeah. uh and so you know he said a good way to you know everybody has something on the throne of their lives, mm. and uh if you want to know what's on the throne of your your life, follow the trail of your time, your energy, your resources. Like, uh, if you look at the end of the day, what you're giving those things to, more than likely, those mm-hmm. things are going toward whatever's sitting on that throne. Good. And I think, you know, and we tend to put what's on that throne, the things that we find security That's right. and assurance in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, That's any we, other thoughts for that?
4: Yep. Yeah. I mean, for me, I do, which is the benefit of practicing Sabbath. Because when you, when we practice Sabbath and pull ourselves away from work, we pull ourselves away from distraction of phone or, or information coming into us. We're left with what do we have and we just sit still when other things continue to swirl around us and we're not necessary. Mm-hmm. To me, one of the best indicators or best ways we can receive feedback on how healthy we are is to slow down mm-hmm. and sit still and then see what floats up in our headspace. Um, what tendencies we have without that, I just keep moving on to the next thing and kind of creating a tornado wherever I go. Mm-hmm. When I sit still and discover what thoughts I'm having mm-hmm. or what feelings I'm having in that moment, it begins to reveal where my broken pieces are
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, And it also shows you um, where how things can continue to go when you're not present yeah the the, the world will continue the job will continue the the business will continue whatever this they're they they they're not as dependent on you as you mm-hmm. as you think they are and that's where um, you take a break we're all kind of alluding to something that i did not bring up directly but sort of um i was listening to a sermon and and this guy interpreted the kings to be each one of us um the the kings which we've talked about there's they're submitting to other kingdoms, and then there's the picture of us being kings. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said throughout the passage, what you need to look to is we are the kings who are conspiring against him. We are the kings that don't want to mm. be yoked. We are the kings that that God kind of dismisses and says you're not nearly as powerful as you think you are. Mm. And, um, and I thought that was a cool application. I'm not sure it's just. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't sure. real comfortable with the exact interpretation, but I think right. it's a good application. Yeah. I
2: think for uh-huh. me, too, once I identify, like, Mike, what you said, where my time and money and life is, like, what my kingdoms are, mm-hmm. and I know that about myself, I can feel my—for me, like, let's just use my kids for an example. I'll get really— um I love a plan, so I'll have everything all planned out, you know, and how it's all going to work. And then um, if my kids do something to derail the plan or they don't act just how I think they should be acting in public or, you know, whatever, I feel myself, I feel this tension in my, like, in my shoulders, you know, like rising to the top. And for me, I, I have two options there. I can keep living in that tension and me trying to fix it all. I can stop and for me just kind of reset my mind. Like, Lord, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm I am not the king here. Like Mm. I'm just giving you this situation and let let me just kind of like reframe my mind, like my mindset of I'm in control and I'm Mm -hmm. the king here Mm -hmm. to like, Lord, can you just pour your grace on us and Mm. (laughs) and so so maybe that's
3: part of the test, the internal test is when we feel that angst, that anxiety rising up, what's causing it at that moment might be part of Part of what we see is our kingdom, right. and I think Mark, if if we do look at ourselves as the kings, I, I think one of the things most applicable is that idea of us not wanting to submit, you know, mm-hmm. throwing off the fetters of what Jesus would have us do. That's right. Um, and so, if they're because I don't think it's always all or nothing. Like right. I, right. I am one hundred percent submitted to Him, or one hundred percent not submitted to Him in my life more often it's going to be here's some areas where I am submitting fairly well and here's some areas where I'm not.
2: That's
4: right.
3: And the areas where I'm not probably also point to my own kingdom. No doubt. Where Mm -hmm. I don't want to submit to his way because I want to do it my way.
1: That's right. And I think that's where Neil's point is coming in. We've got to pull away and listen to the Holy Spirit. We've got to surround ourselves with community, with people who will point into our lives to say, you you might be a little out of balance here because it is an ongoing struggle for the rest of our life of – I'm out of balance. I'm putting too much refuge here. I'm worshiping this here and always in that state of being convicted and conforming.
2: That's right, because none of those things are bad. Your kids, your business, you know, your ministry, like all of that is... Our country. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) our country. All of those, you can tell where I don't (laughs) spend a lot of time. All of those things are good, you know, and worth fighting for. We just, or tooling with, Neil, to use your word, but like, it's just where so I don't think we're saying don't do those that's things. Right. Yeah. I think we're just saying what is your perspective on right. those things and, and when And
3: what is the first thing that we run to maybe that's right. like when that's when life starts to fall apart? Yeah. Is God the first one that we go to to say, Okay, I need help here. Mm. This yeah. I can't do this or is he like number seven on the list after we've called three of our friends and checked right. our bank account and, you know, sat down and read a book to see if there's something in there of wisdom? Sure. I think it's this, yeah, it comes
0: back to this biblical concept of idolatry, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if, often idols are not bad. Th- the idols we set up in our lives are not bad things. I mean, mm-hmm. in fact, they can be very good things. Sure. But mm-hmm. when we lose perspective or, or we give them improper prominence in our lives, um, then
4: then they become that's exactly. idolatrous. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think where, I, I think I may have already shared this quote and I don't remember who said it, but it was sin is when we love something, when we don't love something that God loves, that's a sin. Mm-hmm. And when we love something that God loves in a way that he doesn't love it, that's a sin. Mm-hmm. So it comes back to motive. So it's yeah. something that-
0: And the first one's easy to identify. Right. The, uh, yeah. the other one, not so much.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah, that becomes right. an idol at that point <laughs> yeah. or we're destructing it, we're destroying yeah. it. it mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So how do we do act like, so what does it mean then to be active citizens like in his kingdom and also we're also citizens of Uh our country? Well, yeah. And I think that's the question
0: I think, you know, that I I wanted us to get to before we, we, you know, before we ran out of time here, because again, you you did spend a lot of time talking Uh about that and, and I'm sure it raised questions for people. Sure. Uh, you know, like, okay. You know what are we supposed to do then, as Americans? Right. You know who love our country, and uh, you know I mean, are yeah. you saying that we shouldn't we right. shouldn't be
1: concerned or we shouldn't be uh, pursuing? Correct. You right. know our civic duty. Yes, I think it, a, a, fantastic question, and and I knew and hoped that it would raise those questions because it's something that I think we as a church, but we as also American citizens, we, we've got to think through that. You know, there's there's a There's a healthy way to do that. But I am in no way saying uh, that we shouldn't vote, that we shouldn't be involved in politics. We should be a voice for those that are hurting. We should be a voice for the marginalized. We should be a voice for um, good kingdom things. And when we have an opportunity, which we do in America, to speak toward those things, either through politics, leaders, votes, yes, get involved. Because we want to fight for those things, um, but I think even in the pre-discussion, fight may not be the right word. Sometimes it feels like we're fighting because we're so um, we're so convicted about how people are being treated, or we're 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 loving the people who are being uh, marginalized or hurt, and we want to we want to fight for them. So in that sense, I think we do fight. Um, my. I don't think the application from that passage was don't be involved. The application from the passage was, again, what do we find refuge in? Mm-hmm. What, what's our posture there? What is our what, what is our heart saying about the things of the kingdom versus the things of this nation in the sense of are we really hanging our hat on the security of our country and how this country functions? And And so I think that's the – that's the one that, that, that I want us to hear. Um, and, and let me just let me just keep going before. I, I know you want to say something. Let me just say this real quick. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Because what you're saying is not important. Well I, well, I want to hear it, but I don't no, want to go lose ahead. this track. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, it's
2: not as good as what he has to say. <laughs> here's, a,
1: here's where I think we, it, we can identify. When our um, striving for the good things of this country – are coming out of place of are coming out of a place of anger, anxiety, fear, judgment. When our posture is, I've got to win, I've got to defeat you, that's a pretty good indication that our our posture is more of, I'm hanging on to this because you're threatening me. Mm-hmm. And when we feel like our kingdom is threatened, what does that make us do? All of us. When we feel like our refuge is not being protected, then we start fighting against whatever's coming against it. Mm -hmm. When I think what this passage is saying, we can strive for the things of this country and we can fight for the things that are good, but still hold on to humility and peace and tranquility Mm -hmm. and calm because our refuge is in the thing that is... It's not going to
0: get holes poked yeah. in it. So, so what I'm, what I'm kind of hearing in that is like I shouldn't feel a sense of hopelessness or despair if Absolutely. my candidate doesn't get elected Absolutely. into office. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, ultimately God is sovereign; yes. He's in control, and you know, sad. that's not yeah, that's not where sad. I place my
1: ultimate right. hope. Right. Yeah. And I think is that can we talk about that? There's a difference between sad and despair. Right. Mm-hmm. God's heart is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, when the things of this earth don't look like his kingdom, God's never fretting. God's yeah. never anxious. God's never worried. And, and we can have that same.
2: And we know that no matter who's in control, God's sovereign over that's exactly that. Right. I mean, we talked about that in Romans that that's like, ex-
1: that's exactly right.
2: God is sovereign over any political party, any kingdom, any country, and he can work through any of it. That's right. And he's going to, mm-hmm. to complete his plan. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing to remember, too, just on the politic thing, is going back to Genesis 3, like Neil did, our world is broken. Mm-hmm. Like we're never, we're never going to be whole or complete or perfect until Jesus comes mm-hmm. back and That's right. God does his thing. Yeah. And so I think, again, not saying don't fight for things that are good and right, but you can't hang your hat That's there. Right. Like you can't live and live and die by, you know, what political parties doing what, or what they're not doing or anything like that. Like, yes, fight for those things, but there's gotta be a healthy balance. Right. Just like with me, I keep using the same example, but just like with me, I still, I can't just be like, all right, Lord, raise these kids. Like they're just <laughs> buck wild. Can you just right. slap them around? It, Sam and I still have a responsibility to teach our kids and to discipline our kids and to love our kids. But at the same time, we know the Lord's sovereign over their That's life right. as well.
4: It's hey, can right. I try this? Y'all tell me if this sounds correct. I'm looking at Colossians 1, and 29. This is what Paul says. He says, Him we proclaim, Jesus, we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. I think another indicator for me is when, this is where I need you guys to test it with me though. When I find my, when it's not a fruit of the Spirit or Holy Spirit power that is like engaging me, energizing me, but it is my own defensive energy. I'm, I feel like I'm trying to manufacture something mm-hmm. that has to become reality. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. an indicator that something's coming off the rails for me. If I'm mm-hmm. having to prop something up, or it's exhausting me in a way that it's all about me and what I'm doing versus a Holy Spirit urgency inside of me leading me, compelling me to move towards something that is mm-hmm. gospel centric. Right. I think that's an indicator. When it's mm-hmm. about me and my struggle and my fight versus uh his energy in me leading me to have dominion and and mm. shepherd will. Yeah. That's that- right.
2: And I think it's hard sometimes to identify that in your life. Like I think the enemy's really sneaky with that. Mm-hmm. For me, like mm-hmm. I I can go a little while without realizing where i am you know like mm-hmm. just because it feels like i'm fighting for the right things or That's i'm right. tooling with the right things or i mean I, with you know your business like y- you want to yeah run your business well you want to do your your kids you want your kids to be <laughs> contributors to the society not just like bums who have no manners you know mm. but like i have those <laughs> sometimes <laughs> but like you know just um i i think the enemy can be sneaky in that, and like we we start building this kingdom before we even ever know it, because we feel like we're fighting for good things That's or right. tooling with the right yeah. things, but really, it's our we are the motivation behind it instead of the Lord.
4: That's good. I was sitting with a friend, and he, and he said it this way: He was in a new business ad, adventure, kind of doing whatever, and he was like, "I believe God directed me to take this step." Whether it succeeds or fails in the way that I think it should mm-hmm. is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. God is sovereign, and if He wanted me to take this step of obedience, I've taken it. That's right. yeah. And He that's right. will, He will make something See, good from this yes. experience, whether that's it's right. financially successful or and, not. My step of obedience was to take a step. That's right. in, my,
2: yeah. my step of obedience was to yes. and be, and be
4: faithful, right, and yeah. work and work to towards it, but mm-hmm. not to to prop it up or make it be something mm-hmm. that is not. In mm. that
1: instance, His refuge
4: is. Right, the king, yeah. and it was a struggle. not in the success of his business. That's right, right. and it, and and he was aware of it, and so it wasn't like he was like, oh yeah, this is completely easy for me. It was like, no, I believe this, and so I'm learning how to live under that that mm-hmm. aspiring. That's to, right, to, and it's
2: probably a constant struggle. Right. I mean, it's not like one day that was his right That's his right. thought process, and he was there, but two weeks later, he might think, be yeah. thinking, man, success in my business, you know, and right. like, I don't think you ever don't know that you ever fully attain complete submission to yeah. the refuge
1: no 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 that's right i agree okay let me try this when we talk about our country right so we we strive and we think man the good old days when the kingdom and we're, or when we felt like it was more christian values and what if god in his sovereignty and goodness for his kingdom has a different plan for the United States and for revival to happen here. That looks nothing like what we would call the good old days. And I think that's where allegiance to the proper kingdom. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm more committed to your kingdom. And if that means that there's a, a change in the way this country looks and it's because of your sovereignty, you've got a different plan for what you want to do with the church in the United States as a part of the greater kingdom work. He, he doesn't look down and just see the United States. He mm-hmm. looks down and sees That's his right. kingdom. And we want to make sure we're more committed to that kingdom and let him do what he wants to do with this country. Yeah. We can do that while, just like the business guy, we can submit to that even though we strive – to make good decisions here and to vote right, at the end of the day, we're not banking on, God, you've got to put this country back the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're banking on, you do what you need to do here um, and, and work here how you mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's either
3: or. I think whatever country uh, a person is a part of, there's a responsibility to that country to mm-hmm. make it the, the best it can be, whatever that might look like in that context but i don't think that has to equate putting your hope in that right. country as the the end all be all right cuz it's going to fail it, you every time well and and there's always going to be a tension there I, I i think um the the real route to a godly country is through godly people and godly homes mm. and and sometimes not always we kind of set that to the side and we think well if we can just get yeah. it there through the right uh, laws or policies or whatever that's going to take care of it, mm. but really, it's it's the people. And so, do we spend as much time thinking about how do I witness to my neighbor as we do how do I get the law changed? And sometimes, unfortunately, I don't think I don't think we mm-hmm. do. That's in, in
4: some I, I, certain cases, I do. That the example you gave was uh, this week is a Southern Baptist Convention, mm-hmm. and I think you said this, and it was really really profound. Anything that we do that is a uh, is man made. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, a dogma, a structure that we make is going to be a substitute of what God. That's right. Like it's just, it's just a, a shallow reflection of it. Mm-hmm. So we can expect. I think you said this. Yeah. There's not an example in history where the other kingdoms didn't fall. Mm-hmm. That's right. Anything man made is gonna. It's it's like sand. It just kind of crumbles. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we shouldn't be surprised or disappointed. Well, disappointed we can be, but yeah. Yeah. our hope, our refuge, is not in those things. Identity doesn't mean we're not grateful. Like you talk about the the idea of the country, we are. I'm still like working in the VA hospitals a few times, like grateful for the men and women oh, wow. who fought for our national liberties and stuff. I'm grateful for the men and women inside of our Southern Baptist Convention. The, those things are true. My hope is not found in those things. Mm. Perfect. That's right. Mm. I think one one of the comments that you made that
3: I think helps bring it all together for me was that idea of how would someone from another culture Mm -hmm. or context Mm -hmm. read this passage? Mm -hmm. So if you live in a country where you have no hope that your vote this year is going to even be counted, let alone – it may not even be a democracy – how do you approach this passage right. and understand that um, my hope is not found in anything other than the Lord right. and His kingdom? And that's hard for us to do because we have grown up here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, we have grown up with certain rights and privileges and and things that that are are great freedoms that we enjoy, and so it's hard not to bring that to the passage. When we come to the passage, but we have to think about our brother in another country that comes to the passage without any of that. That's right. And how do they approach it, and what does it mean for them to go? My hope is in the Lord only.
0: Well, and I tell you what—that when you when you talked about that on Sunday, Mark, it 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 caused me to to think about just even outside this passage, like how often do I bring my own cultural Mm -hmm. lens Mm -hmm. to interpret Scripture in ways that God never intended. That's you right, know, so uh, it's and I, so, th- that's that's so hard, but is. I mean, just a simple the simple illustration that you used about mm-hmm. you know these these missionaries or, or people mm-hmm. in these other places that you know they they come from a whole different context, that's and right. when they read this verse, they probably don't think of it in the same way that we do, <laughs> and right. so it's like, that's wow, right. you know yeah. I, it, it just made me aware of how it's kind of revealed the how biased tenancy. and how yeah. uh, you know
1: how skewed yeah. my it's a great it point be. because every passage we read, and I think that's part of good Bible study, is just recognizing every time we come to a passage, we're bringing our own lens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. our past experience, our culture that we grew up in, and we've got to be careful to filter through that. And that's where the yeah. Bible study is. Um, I know we got to wrap up. I, I just want to say, um, going back to you were talking about, I don't know, somebody was talking about just you know the future of our country. Yes, I would be sad. I love the country that I grew up in, sure. and I love what my children get to be a part of. I don't know that my grandkids are going to be able to experience that. I'm going to hope they do, and I'm going to make good decisions, and I'm going to vote that they do. But at the end of the day, I don't know that they will. And if they don't, it would make me sad. Mm-hmm. But my anchor's not there. My refuge is not there. Mm-hmm. My And I pray and hope that my kids teach my grandkids your refuge is not in this country. And if it doesn't turn out to be what it has always been, like we dream for it to be, there's still peace and joy because those kids are going to fight for the things of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that'll be their focus. And that's, that's, that's my prayer. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Well, um,
0: yeah. So uh, this, this next week, we continue in the Psalm series. And so uh, it's going to be great. I think we got like seven more weeks in Psalms
1: so yes that's right that's right it's nine weeks total um, yeah so uh, if Psalm, you are is it Psalm 5 I think, uh, I, think so. I think it's Psalm 5
0: yeah Yeah. so uh, uh, our pastor Josh will be back uh, in the pulpit this weekend and he is away at the Southern Baptist Convention this week uh, Neil referenced that earlier and uh, so be in prayer for him and others that are there and for uh, for the work that God is doing through those um Well, great conversation today. Thank you, everyone, for contributing, and and, uh, love walking alongside you guys. Likewise. Look forward to the next time. This has been a production of Broadmoor Baptist Church. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, and don't forget to subscribe. To help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review, and tell your friends to subscribe as well. They can find us wherever they prefer to get their podcasts. And... If you'd like more information about Broadmoor, please visit our website at broadmore.org, or connect with us on your favorite social media platform where we're listed as at My
1: Broadmoor. Thanks for listening.